everybody welcome back to another magic moment extendo edition podcast this is episode number 191 i'm still your host yusuf ali coming to you live li- kind of live 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 like i'm alive you alive we alive um it is uh 8:03 p.m pacific standard time here in tv table studios relocated in Ugly, terrible Hollywood, California. Another pillowcase production. Um, this week was interesting. Melmo's, we got a, a, a new employment, a new job opportunity. Um, had a show, and uh, I finally got Jill to play basketball. All that and more, because I think this was the right, just the right amount of ado to get us started. Like I said, first things first, we started new employment. Uh, uh, it was good being unemployed, man. 
It was really fun. I felt like I was getting paid to do what I wanted to do. And I did. I took advantage of that last day. I went to I played basketball for like four hours, three hours. I was like, man, I feel like my last day out. Cause go to hold up. I'm about to call. Because going to work after you haven't been to work is like going to jail when you know you're about to go to jail. And they be like, well, sentencing day is this day. Not that I'm comparing jail to work, but in a way, it's kind of, I mean, well, no, it's not. It's not the same. There's nothing about it's the same other than you might be somewhere you don't want to be or somewhere else you'd rather be. Put it like that. Yeah, that's where it's the same. I'd rather be playing basketball like I was, but I'm at work. But I'm glad to be at work. That's where it's different. You're not glad to be in jail ever, unless you're a CO. You're still not glad. That's probably just like a shitty, like, last resort job. And you're like, fuck, I got to be a CO. But you're not glad. You're just a CO. Anyway, what I'm saying is no... No joy in being in jail, but joy in being employed. So shout out. It's another weed job, which is the best kind of job. Especially if you smoke weed. Melmos, shout out. Um, so yeah, that was that. The most interesting thing about the job was that I had to take an Uber for the first two days of the job. Because I had to, my fucking car fucking decided to, I guess, fortunately decided to wait till I got a job to fuck up. It was like it was like, oh my God, we, we working? Good. Cause this shit been hurting. It's like it's like you finally get your insurance and then go to the dentist. The car was like, oh he got a job now it's time to fuck up. I've been holding this in for too long. So it's okay. The Uber was fun. It was it wasn't as expensive as I thought, but it was good being an Uber because one day was the Cavs game and I got to watch the game and focus on it. And the other day, the other time, I got in it, and the dude, I hit the block, I mean the Mildred, two times. And I guess that was enough to smell like a whole blunt. Because I got in the car, and dude started coughing, put his mask on, turned the air on. I was like, all right, all right, man, I get it. Whatever. And I ain't giving no tip either. But the other guy gave a tip because I got in his car and it smelled like, it didn't smell like weed. He was smoking something, maybe a cigar, like a sweet cigar or something. He had been smoking something in there. So I was like, okay, this guy don't mind smoke. I give him a $1 custom tip. You got to customize the dollar tips. They start you at like percentages. I'm like, no, I'm not giving them percentage of shit. $1, $1 tip. Highlight of the weekend was finally getting jailed to play basketball with me. I've been asking her for literally at least a year, maybe two. Yeah, like two years I've been asking to come play basketball ever since I decided to get back out there. So finally, it was nice outside. We was a, a stone's throw away from the court. She had no excuse. She couldn't fight it. No, she couldn't come up with nothing else. And she went... And I'll be down. She had a good time. She was making shots and dribbling. 
She was dribbling with both hands. It was good. She made four shots in a row at one point. I couldn't even make four shots in a row from the same spot. So, it was fun. That was the highlight. Oh, and then, and then I had a show, which was, as of right now, the last show I have booked. I'm pretty sure I have some coming up. Some, some, somebody sent me an email. Somebody I didn't forgot about. Or maybe I just sent out some reminder uh, messages to people like, "Hey, man. Uh, hey." So yeah, maybe I send out some amens. But right now I ain't got shit. But Saturday we did a uh, bonfire stories. Shout out to Ice and Keenan. Get to tell stories to a packed, captivated crowd. And I get to talk about uh, gun violence with my mama. And it was fun. I don't normally get to just talk shit without having to worry about a setup and a punchline. So it was fun. And, um, still got to squeeze in some punchlines but it was mostly stories or a story it was like an anthology i told like a few stories a few gun stories like on stage i didn't loosely refer to them and this time i got to like get really dig into like the, the at least what i can remember all that shit happened when i was like between like eight and ten so, whatever. Oh, that was that. And um, and last thing we was watching, there's <clears throat> some shit on HBO. I've been watching a lot of murder docs ever since HBO Max. Then you know, call, been called HBO Max. They got all these ID channel shows and all these shows. It's the same, the same setup. It's like it showed the family or whatever the fuck. It got the reenactor and then it got a couple survivors. And then you see at the end what happened to whatever. But they just, they call, they, they tile them different based on the situation. So American Monster, for example, is about people who, family members who turned on the family, who was a monster, like, and some shit happened. They, I don't know, the father killed the daughter, the, the mama killed the, the husband, shit like that. And then you got, um, it's just very, like, uh, caught on camera or some shit so they got all these murders that was caught on fucking surveillance cameras and then they got another one that I'm watching uh, uh, about evil cult leaders and shit like that evil religion, how religion, different religions getting you fucked up, but this particular one was about sort of like a combination of the, the religious people and then the family people turning on you, but it's called evil lives here or some shit like that and it was about Jeff Lundgren, and I remember this because this was back in Ohio in 1990, 89, 90, some shit, and I remember it because it was like the first time I heard about a cult, and then the next thing I heard, the next time I heard about a cult was uh, Waco, and I was like, oh, oh, like like that like that Lundgren dude, so, but this is a more detailed show, but it's like, you know, so they talking about what happened, and to make a long story short, it was, it was he was real fucked up. But one thing, one thing he told these motherfuckers. <laughs> he said, I, I feel that I'm going to have to kill a few people unless somebody in here intercedes me. And you know how they got different words that mean shit so that they got like uh, atonement 
or uh, a session or whatever, whatever all that shit just mean getting your ass whooped. So he said, I need somebody in here to intercede with me. Or I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to have to kill somebody, a, a few people. And intercede was Jeff Lundgren talk for suck my dick. So he, the dude that was talking said, he was sitting there, him and his wife. And his wife was like, okay, I'll do it. And he said, you know, I had to, I had to consent because God had told him. And God had told her to do it. So, you know, it's like, damn. That's when I would listen to the devil. I would have been looking for the devil's voice. Like, what? Can I? Can the devil counter my argument? God damn. Literally. No, don't suck his dick because God told you to. I said no. I'm sitting here. God, you, where God at that told you? Up there? Well, down here? No, motherfucker. Wait. Mm, I guess you got to suck a dick or to, to save a life. Man, these cults ain't shit. Alright, let's get into the 10 things we need to talk about. A.K.A. the news. Hey, yo, this the shit, yo. Hey, yo. This the type of shit that's going on in my fucking job. Yo, my man, straight shit in the train, on the console, on the seat. Yo, this is horrible. What the f- yo? <laughs> yo, this is horrible. Yo, I'm not even. Yo, this is horrible. Horrible conditions, yo. tonight is we have to tell you also you know like other news that's happening in the area and across the you know the area all right before we get into the news this week i just want to remind everybody that this segment of the podcast is brought to you by sports drink and the good people over at the preserve pot academy where they're trying to teach you to get the most out of that bag lesson number one do not throw those roaches away trust me you're going to need them. They're going to come in handy. You can re-roll mini Meldricks, uh, leave them in the ashtray, keep them in the bag, put them in a separate little thing, whatever the fuck. Just don't throw them away, man. Those are not cigarette butts. It's weed in there. Um, <clears throat> first thing, uh, do I have any updates? Well, this is kind of related. It's not necessarily an update, but last week I was talking about the BBLs for the faces. Well, now... Another, they got another face type of surgery. You can get laser lip lightening surgery. Where they, you know, for the smoker lip people. Melmos, this might be for some of y'all. I don't know. But, you know, you've seen it. You've seen the smoker lips. It's like they real dark from smoking. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much. Or you get like, like a, you might have just like dark spots. In the bottom, in like the bottom, in your bottom lip, some of y'all might got that. That's more common than just like complete, utter, full brown brownness or or a tint, whatever. But whatever, if you got this, there you go. Laser lip lightning 
Say that four times just for ass. Um, I don't know how much it costs, but the the bigger concern is do that shit burn? Like if I put chapstick on afterwards. Um, this was interesting. In the wording that they use in the story, it said that the the mother, well, the husband and wife. I say mother. I say mother because they have an actual child. But the husband and wife, it said, sexually abused the dog. And maybe it's because you can't say fuck the dog, um, uh, bestiality the dog. If you know, you know, I like, you know, I like. Some people like just turn the shit. I normally, I normally uh, like turning things, turn the words into adjectives. But just for today's sake, I turn a word into a verb. But anyway, but they saying sexually abused. That's the word they chose to use because the the woman was fucking the dog while the man filmed it, probably for OnlyFans or some variation of that. Uh, only on uh, only canines or uh, fucking dog dot com but whatever the fuck I'm sure some I'm sure she was it was some type of money they was making behind it because you not you not just fucking dogs for free I'm sure especially not on camera let me let me be specific you can be fucking dogs for free that's probably a lot of people that read that story and didn't see nothing wrong. With her getting going to jail, because they are currently fucking dogs. But that's the problem. You you can't really fuck dogs on camera. They got you got to cross a lot of T's and dot a lot of I's to get away with that. You can't just, you know, you can't just be just uploading that on your own shit. And that's the problem. That's that's the problem in itself. You can't really. They tried to you know cut too many corners. You know. The right people gotta get paid. If that's what you want to do on camera, we got we got, you know, studios for this. You can't you can't cut out the middleman this time. A lot of shit the government we let y'all get away with. You can sell some dope on the side. Hell, you can. Even, we might even let you sell a baby. You know, we might look the other way, sell a baby or two. But fucking dogs on camera, that's our territory, Jack. So, that's fucked up. And how how do you know that the dog is being abused? How do you know that it's a grown dog? Is it a puppy? If it's a puppy, all right, fine. But we talking 21, 28, 35-year-old dog? Come on. Come on. That dog, that dog got to say so. That dog knew what was going on the second time his dick got hard. All right, I didn't mean to go that far. Next story. LAPD up for shooting of the week. Well, justified shooting of the week, I should say. Um, dude came at him with a plastic fork. And they told him, hey, man, drop that fork. And he said, no. And he lunged at him and got shot because, again, 
People done got shot for less. People done got shot with nothing. No, at least nothing sharp in their hand. So a plastic fork, you getting shot. You can stab. Especially with the, it's some good, those good rubber-made plastic forks. Those good uh, hefty, I think it's hefty that make the plastic fork. It's some good, solid plastic fork that you can rewash. Maybe even put in a dishwasher. You can for sure stab a motherfucker with them dishwasher-safe plastic forks. Rest in peace to that guy. Speaking of jail, kind of, um... They made jail look cool in France. They found a way to do that. Now, normally, they can't do that. Like, they like they try to make jail seem like a place. Like, I done seen the last couple jail videos. Don't get me wrong. I think they're shifting their propaganda, their agenda, because it's election year. But, like, last year? Oh, they were showing the jail videos with the, with the people watching TV and doing TikToks. This year? The last couple jail videos I seen? Uh, one dude was flushed upside down in the toilet, like head and shoulders in the toilet, like feet straight up to the ceiling, straight up with gravity. It wasn't even nobody holding him up. They just had this dude in the toilet and it's situated in a way. Another video, uh, dudes being used as ottomans and dressers and, and end tables and shit. Another video, dude getting walked around on a leash. So it's like... They trying to make jail seem like, you know, it's bad again. I don't know which candidate is, is you know, promoting these on this, on their, you know, <laughs> their social media accounts, getting their views, their clicks up. But, yeah, it's bad now. But in France, no. Nah. That dude had his own little flat screen TV. He had his own bathroom with a, with a door that closed. Like, he could take a shit and close the door. He had, he had uh, not furniture, but like silverware and Tupperware and shit. He had a bed that looked like it was a fold away. So that bitch might have been a couch bed. And then he had wardrobe and he had all his jerseys and, and, and all his soccer shit. I mean, the door was open. He had a key. So, I don't know. His jail over there is like just like a small apartment. So, I don't know. only catch is you got to be... In France, I don't know that that might be your cup of tea, but um, yeah, don't go to jail over here though. You're gonna end up being a fucking a bedpan or some shit. Speaking of jail again, um, wow. Uh, on the other side though, I have seen several girl TikTok jail videos. They acting out sketches, acting out videos, doing the little lip, the voiceover shit, twerking. Doing challenges, doing uh, synchronized dance routines, choreographed dance routines. So, like, women's jail might be all right uh, in 2024 if that's what y'all was out there doing. So, um, I don't know. If you're out here, you one of these uh, lonely girls that like girls, you know, do a small crime. Uh, 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 shit. Mesa cop. Mesa security guard. At like a bank. Not no like a... Because you can mace like a Walgreens security guard. And I don't think you're going to go to jail for that. But yeah, do it at somewhere federal. The post office. A mace, mace, a, a mace uh, post office employee. Go to jail for a couple of years. Get your shit right. 
keep talking about jail. This must be a, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I really don't like the amount of jail I'm talking about in this episode, but fuck it. This is this, this, this shit that's coming across my, my desk, my feed. Uh, dude escaped the police. Um, I forget where it is, but somewhere cold because it was too cold. And he said, I need to go back to jail. So he flagged down somebody, I think a van, and had them call the police and wait. Like, do you have heat in here? Okay, well, shit. I would just tell you to take me wherever you was going, but then I don't want to make you accomplice and shit. So I really, I just didn't realize. I, the thing is, I didn't know it was just easy to get out. So, I, you know what I'm saying? They can, I just do this shit in April. I go back for now. So, good looking though. Um, a lady getting backlash from her community and online by people she know, I guess, because she's the OnlyFans. A lot like uh, the national story about uh, Rachel Dolezal, who got fired for being on OnlyFans. But this lady, she's not like, she don't think she's black or nothing. She just selling pussy online like Pimp C said was going to happen in 1999. He really did predict this. But um, the catch is, they mad at her because she going to pick up the kids and she got the big OF label, just like an Uber driver would. You know. She got that shit in the windshield. And my thing is, that's just advertising. How can you get mad at her for marketing? It's overt. But it's still marketing. You won't know she on OnlyFans if she don't tell you. What else is she supposed to do? She can't have like a picture of her pussy on the back of the car or some shit like that. Would you rather that? So she had a little OF sticker. So what? These kids don't know what that means. Uh, that could be some. Uh, that can be a cartoon character. Uh, the, uh, Ollie Fox or some shit like that. Um. Or literal fans. Just tell them it's fans. It's fans. Like you buy oscillating. Oscillating fans. That's what that's what mommy work. The ones that you like you got in your room. Now shut the fuck up. Oh, this this old man slapped the fuck out of this well, I sh- I guess I should preface with the race. Oh white man. Which normally the race wouldn't matter, but I think in this in this story it kinda matter. Because the old white man slapped the young black kid. He said something to him and then slapped him. And then, of course, they in the store. And the shit was on video on the surveillance camera or not. So that's how he know what, you know, he knew exactly that he was walking and talking and slapping a young kid. So this kid go and tell whoever he was with and they beat the fuck out of him. And to the, to the old man's credit, he said, I thought it was a mannequin. Funny. I mean, he you talk to it. Okay, whatever. Cool. You thought it was a mannequin? Well, we thought you was one of them MMA training dials that's just head and shoulders. You're supposed to beat the fuck out of it. The f- Come on, man. I mean, as long as neither one of us go to jail, then I guess we cool with everybody mannequins then. We in this bitch, like... The movie Mannequin. Google it. 
dude uh, said beat and stabbed his co-worker three days after he ate his lunch. And that has to be a combination of, do you know how mad you have to be three days later about whatever lunch? Do you know what kind of lunch you must have had to have? That better been, that must have been, had to have been, like, some shit he, maybe he won a, a fucking free dinner from some uh, somewhere expensive and he knew he wasn't going back and he just, like, loaded up so he can eat for the week. And, like, I'm a fuck, I'm a killer at work. And then somebody ate that shit. That might be a justifiable beat and stab other than that three days later come on man just come on man just just eat lunchables the rest of the week maybe you can maybe get into maybe maybe a a good tussle on that third like that friday because that if it's three days later that means dude took the rest of the week off so on that friday you can't still be that mad you didn't ate lunch three times since then man of course you had to. Maybe you did have to buy lunch the rest of the week. But just had to do pay you back, man. I don't know. Or, or just beat him and stab him. Sometimes a co-worker need a good beating and stabbing. I bet one, a nan, another shit. You don't have to write your name on shit no more in those refrigerators. Everybody gonna know if I didn't bring it in here, I'm not getting beaten and stabbed. Saw a good stealing video. Um... I guess there's another customer inside the Walgreens recording a dude that's just, I'm talking about he's stealing like he's shopping. He, like he, he putting shit in his bag like a person with full intent to go to the register. Like I seen that, first time I saw that was out here in California. In Cleveland, people don't walk around in the grocery store with the shit in the bag and then take it to the register and pay for it. In in Cleveland, if you see somebody in a grocery store walking around with shit in the bag, they are going to walk out with that shit in that bag. You've seen them, but they probably hope you're the only one that saw them. Anyway, it ain't like that out here. Out here, plenty of people bring their own bags to these stores because they charge you per bag. And they walk around and throw shit in the bag and then take it up to the counter. Sans cart. Sans hand cart. Just my, I'm, I'm cool. I got my bag. And they pay for the shit. So, may, at first glance, maybe you think that's what this guy doing. And then you hear the cashier say, oh no, he's coming here and steal every day. We used to him by now. And then at that point, who do we feel bad for? Who are we, we even mad at? That they don't if they don't give a fuck, he clearly don't give a fuck. Why should anybody give a fuck? The police don't give a fuck because he do it every day and he probably know the police don't give a fuck. My question is, why are we buying anything? They talking about how everything going up. 
You know why? Because everybody's stealing it. It ain't got nothing to do with inflation. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. The economy. No, all that other smart shit. No. People are stealing every day from places. So the little bit of shit they got left, yeah, we got to fucking mark it up. They done stole everything else. I don't know why you motherfuckers in here buying anything yourselves. Why are we buying shit? Steady complaining about how high prices is. Talking about groceries are at a 35 year high. Well, stop buying it. Obviously, these motherfuckers don't care. tweet um related to something i actually i was talking about earlier um these murder docs and reenactment shows that i've been watching um like i said they always the same and um so my tweet was this (laughs) one day ago it should be more ugly people in quotes ugly people in hollywood for the reenactments on these murder docs y'all doing these people way too much justice and the tweet that inspired that was the episode I was telling y'all about. The Jeffrey Lundgren tweet. Now, <laughs> what I mean is, the dude they had playing Jeffrey Lundgren, Jeff Lundgren, was like a damn near day and night opposite of what Jeff Lundgren looked like. And I know he an actor. And... So they're not, you know, this is not like a serious Hollywood production. I mean, you know, big budget Hollywood production. They're not about to put no serious effort into the casting, like to get it. We need this guy to look just like, you know, on this ID special show. We need this guy. We need casting to be on point. We need we need to be real. We need to make these people believe. So I get it. But come on, man. At least that's why I say let's get some mediocre people mediocre to less attractive somewhere in that range you know let's get some of these people in some in some of these roles man come on man there's enough of us out here everybody i get it it's hollywood but everybody don't gotta look good man you don't gotta look, they don't gotta look good to sell the show just have, have good material have good you know interesting content and a story and that will sell the show not necessarily how the motherfuckers look I mean, it helps, but I stand by my tweet that I tweeted on this week. We'll buy that tweet. All right, this week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin was telling us how one stripper is in transition. Marvin said one stripper got all her stuff in storage because she's moving. 
and she f couldn't figure out which box. She packed her strip stuff in and she didn't want to be late. So she just came to work anyway, thinking that they was going to, you know, give her something to wear. And they did. Just not, they didn't give her nothing to strip in. They gave her one of those sort of black and white security t-shirts and made her stand by the door. She was sorry as fuck because she wasn't making stripper money, but they still, I think they paid her like hourly. She made something. I personally celebrated Black History Month in June just for that reason. And now that Juneteenth is in June, that just adds to my, 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 my reasoning why we should have it in June. We got Juneteenth, Tupac, and Kendrick Lamar's birthday. What more do I need to say? <laughs> But uh, we here now. I get out a couple facts. First of all, they, they, they always tell y'all about the same few people every year since we've been in school. Y'all already know about the peanut butter guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get Parks, you get, of course, Martin Luther King. That's the big one. Mm -hmm. Maybe getting out of the Mexican on which school district. <laughs> That's the end of another episode. Um, hope it wasn't too long for you. I tried to watch the clock. Did we? We watched the clock, right? No, we didn't. Well, he said, all right. Anyway, um, I just hope you enjoyed it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. If you cried, uh, that's my bad. Um, first time listeners, uh, shout out to whoever told y'all about it. Hope you become regular listeners. Uh, to everybody else, thanks for y'all continued support. Keep liking, retweeting, sharing. Or just listening and reviewing. Whatever y'all doing, just keep doing it. Um, and do it a little bit more. A little a little bit more to help the male more grow. Is what I like to say. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I'm going to let y'all get out of here. I think that was pretty timely fashion. But, but, but. It's just one more thing. Alright, and it's, and it's Black History Month. So, I saw this thing and it reminded me of, of our black history, of history in general. And uh, what it was, was it was two young white dudes going around. I guess it was a prank. I guess it was a social experiment slash whatever you want to call it. But they was going around in the quote unquote hood. I just did the air quotes with my hands. Um, and they was going around the hood knocking on people's door to ask them could they fix them like a home cooked meal and I guess they was expecting and they even say they was expecting all this type of hostility and I guess they thought they was, so, they was gonna open the door and somebody like, get the fuck off my porch white boy and they was gonna get them some juicy content but that's not what happened like damn near every house was welcoming and that's because by nature that's what we gonna do I guess he thought that we would have done what they would have done if black folks would have been in a white neighborhood doing the same thing would have been a whole lot of get around or get away from around here we don't like your kinds and all that shit but that's not 
that's just not our nature. So it didn't work. You little little experiment, little whatever prank, that shit backfired, and then you had to really cook that shit. Now the worst thing that could have happened is you would have got told that shit was some bullshit. They would have did that. You would have got some kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah, we know y'all cooked this because it ain't no seasoning. Another white stereotypes that y'all was looking for. But even that didn't happen. This shit was pretty good. So it was just a dumb video. So stop doing dumb videos based on racial stereotypes. I guess is what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. No, I guess no big punchline, no big, no big joke. And we ain't gonna fuck you up, white folks, for no reason. And that, we, uh, give us a reason. Get fucked up. But just for, just for like willy nilly. No, man, that's that's more like redneck white folk, like KKK Tennessee backwood white folk type shit to just fuck people up for no reason. That's like Amar Arbery type shit. See, and I ain't want to get all serious. Y'all seriousing me out. This is Black History Month, so yeah, whatever. Um, I will say this though, seriously. These tips, these tips are serious. These uh, this advice is serious that I give out, and I use it. I I apply this shit, if not all of them, at some point of the week, at least one of them come up. One of them come up. There's always something that I need to use one of these, um, I don't know, tips. Let's call them tips. Number one, count your blessings. Um, you know, everybody want to get more shit, and that's cool. But still appreciate the shit you have before you don't. I'm telling you, it sounds simple, and it is. It's really easy to do, but people just forget to do it. And they always just worry about the the part that wasn't a blessing because they forgot to count the blessings. And there you go. Now you fucking stressing because you didn't count your blessings. Look, I, I don't even mean to rhyme. It's just, it's just in me because I'm a Nas fan. Anyway, uh, number two, uh, do unto others. That's the oldest one. That's like a that's like some Bible-y shit. And you don't have to be religious to, to adhere to that. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. That's all real simple. Put yourself in somebody else's position. At work or at their job, whatever the fuck. Uh, number three, uh, serenity prayer is my favorite, cause that separates the bullshit from like the like the important shit. Basically, that's what that do. If you know how it go. Uh, number four, don't take shit personal. I need streets, especially especially at people's jobs. Not only are you doing unto others, but you're not taking shit personal at their job. Cause you don't know, you only live with these motherfuckers. You only work with them, or you only at they fucking at the shop, at the fucking Best Buy, whatever the fuck. You in and out. You don't know what type of phone call they just got, a text they just read. They dicks ain't getting hard, pussies don't get wet, assholes too loose. So you know, don't take it too, you know. Uh, number five, um, make the most. That's a lot, like, a lot like counting your blessings, but it's a little different. Just make the most out of your situations. If it, you know, it might be uh, not the most ideal situation, but try to have, you know, the most ideal outlook in it. Yeah, shit like that. Uh, oh, my Steve Jobs um, paraphrase, where he said a real deep quote about 
basically doing what you want to do or what you need to do without worrying about what other motherfuckers think that you should be doing. Those are some important words. Play them back on, on your own. Um, and lastly, get high, man. Smoke something. We, we, we call them Melmos because they, 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 they named after the great Meldrick Taylor because they small, but they hit hard and go real fast. So do that. Um, and until next week, stay safe. Be careful. Um, you can always listen to the QBP. I don't care if it's the football season been over for weeks, if not months now. QBP is always there. Until next week, we out. Cleveland! This is for you!